All right. Sorry for the few minute delay, but we are finally live. How's it going, everybody? I'm Randall419, the man with the million, one of the co-hosts for the Xbox Two. And with me as always, Jez Corden, my buddy from across the sea. What's going on? How how you doing today, Jez? I am oh, sorry. My my audio cut out there. <laughs> oh. uh, technical problems to start the start the podcast. How awesome. Nah, I'm good, man. I'm I'm in a good mood today. I'm in a really good mood. Really, really good mood. Like how good? Like, f- like in a good mood. Like, damn, I got some good leaks cooking up, baby. Oh man! So I guess people need to <laughs> keep their eye on for that. And uh, yeah, so we obviously you can't talk about it yet. So I guess look out right. for Windows Central uh, eventually for yeah. info gonna be a while but there are some there are some fun things going on behind the scenes at xbox fun things going on Fun things there are some fun things and some of those things actually already leaked this week that's true we had a whole bunch of information but uh before we get into all that i want to welcome everybody live here on youtube i appreciate everybody hanging in chat and uh typing out their comments love reading them all and uh if you're listening to this later on google or uh you know, SoundCloud or um, iTunes. Thank you. We appreciate you as well. Uh, for everybody here, though, uh, we'd appreciate it if you hit the like button, share out the stream before we get going. That's my kind of maybe one one little e-bag. Please hit the like button. But, um, yeah, we got a whole bunch of topics to get through. The streaming wars have begun, seriously. Microsoft announced Project xCloud, which we will delve into pretty, pretty big. Um <laughs> XO18 is coming next month and to be quite honest I'm hyped about it uh, we're going to kind of maybe go into that a little bit about why I'm hyped and mm-hmm. maybe even predict some stuff or maybe we'll do that next week but I think there's some good things going to be shown there um, Indubitably. and one of those things that possibly could be revealed there is the rumor going around that Xbox is about to purchase Obsidian Games did you just did you just hide Jeremy in chat who was it? That was that was that was the downer. I mean, what was downer? I think so. <laughs> what, did, what, did, what did he say? I mean, yeah, of course, like Jeremy. Of course, you get deleted. Goodbye. Uh, Jeremy. He was crying. He was crying because I blocked him. Oh, just, the Jeremy the snowflake can't handle somebody blocking him. The guy who just, tweets nothing but politics all day long on, on Twitter. Dumb. He's dumb, man. I can't. There's just when someone's that dumb, it's just you just can't, man. Can't mm-hmm. even. Well, sorry, Jeremy. You know, I, I would un- unban you uh, if you had actually sent the controller. You said you were going to send me all the way back in June, but you never did. So you didn't keep your <laughs> promise, just like, uh, you know. So, yeah. So enjoy enjoy the ban, Jeremy. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of topics to get into. But um, first, Jez, I, I, I don't know if you saw this, but I hit a big milestone yesterday on YouTube. 20,000 subscribers. 20,000 subs. It's it's pretty that's pretty like you know that's 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 big number man. That's a big number. You know, you get like 5,000 more and then you you're sort of like quarter the way to that 100,000. 100,000 is a big one, right? 100,000. Well, 50,000 would be pretty big. 100,000 and then after 100,000 it's probably what 500 and a million maybe maybe I, one I day. like 100,000 is what i would like consider legitimate youtuber legitimate what, what, what am i fake well like 
you know, like going from a hobby. I think like a hundred thousand is where you can start making a living, right? That's what I meant by that. Yeah, maybe it depends. I guess. Are you ready? Are you ready to be a YouTube celebrity? <laughs> I mean, no. Not at all. Like I get messages a lot, which I appreciate all the messages I get on Xbox, and I try to answer as many as I do get. But like, some people they'll be like, "Oh, I love you. I watch all your videos. I'm your biggest fan." I don't really know how to react to that. I'm just a regular send dude playing video news. games. Send, send them your news. They'll well, they'll scar them for life. <laughs> nobody, send nobody me. wants that. Send nobody me nobody wants that. Send me your news. But in order to celebrate twenty thousand subs, I I did start a new giveaway. For you guys because i want to give back and uh links in the description of the video if you want to enter it's on my twitter as well um i'm giving away one year of xbox live gold i'm giving away six months of xbox game pass and i'm giving away 50 random xbox one digital games to one lucky winner so it's a pretty big giveaway um and maybe one of you guys can uh win it uh it runs for a couple weeks so, give us Nintendo Switches to celebrate. I want it to be a celebration, not a funeral. <laughs> I knew something like that was coming. Why is it got to involve Twitter? You're on YouTube. Well, there is a no. You, you get an entry for for subscribing to the channel. It's the biggest one because it's obviously a YouTube thing. So, I mean, it's thirty thirty entries. But um, yeah, shout out to Caleb Kaiser for the super chat. He says. What has what has hype given for Xbox fans for Microsoft disappointment? So don't get your hopes up. Well, I'm not telling anybody else to get hyped. I am the master of my own domain, and I have chosen to get hyped. Now you can choose to be hyped or not, but if I get disappointed, it's on me and nobody else. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, normally I would caution. I would I would advise caution. So that means if nothing really does happen, at least you're not disappointed. And if they actually do something really cool, you are, you know, excited about it. But mm. I'm just personally saying I'm excited for it. Not saying that you should be, but I am. Um, so this is this is the problem when like when you when you go from being like just a regular gamer to being someone that gets paid attention to sometimes. You sort of have to limit your own hype all the time. I, I am known amongst my friends for getting hyped over everything, right? And when I got hyped like that for certain games, certain oceanic games, um, you know, people were angry. Like, I'd overhyped the game or I'd oversold the game. People were like, oh, my God, Rare gave you money for overhyping Sea of Thieves and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I just got hyped for it. So now when people say, oh, should we be hyped for an event? I, don't, I say, nah, don't don't be hyped for anything ever, even if I am privately. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared, man. <laughs> I'm scared of being, well, being publicly hyped I for mean, it. You did tweet out that that Sea of Thieves is going to be the next PUBG. So, hey, man, hey, man, there's still time. You know, you should have there's tweeted. Th- there's still there's still three be. months. That was they, when... can make, they can make my tweet come true. You know what's they, funny? They drop fishing. Is that is that PUBG is really not PUBG anymore? That tweet should have been Sea of Thieves is going to be the next Fortnite. Well, well, how about this? How about this, right? What if, what if Black Call of Duty Blackout kills PUBG and Sea of Thieves ends up with more concurrent players? Do I Ooh. do I win? Do I win then? Do I don't I know. 
I think you lost just for tweeting it out like that, to be honest <laughs> with you, to be saved. But at wow. least you didn't take the big wow. L that uh, that uh, Microsoft uh, Studios and uh, Aaron Greenberg took over the uh, past week, though. Oh, are you talking about Cracktown? Yeah, like, and we're going to get through this really quickly, but he, I saw Aaron Greenberg, who, you know, I know, and I've talked to a couple times, but, and he's a PR dude, so he's going to do, you know, he's going to put Xbox in the, in, in the best light possible, but he did say that, that they never announced the release date for Crackdown, which I find <laughs> funny because I know everything about Xbox, and I recall the <laughs> Twitter account tweeting out that it was coming February 2nd, and Phil Spencer <laughs> was interviewed by Giant Bomb at E3, where he said, hey, we announced the game, it's coming out the same day as Days Gone and a bunch of other games. We didn't know that was happening. Like, what day? It's February twenty second. The inter- the inter- if you post something on the internet, it's it's never forgotten. So, like, please don't don't insult. I think. Um, well, well, here's the here's the deal, right? Aaron Greenberg genuinely didn't know that they Probably. announced it. Yeah, and and a bunch of people at Xbox genuinely didn't know because I asked around. And a lot, it wasn't just Aaron Greenberg, a lot of people at Xbox said to me, we never announced the launch date, we never announced the launch date. And I was like, well... Well, it says it right here from your official Twitter account, which an official Twitter account is pretty goddamn official, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? I think it was just, it was some kind of crosswire. I think, like, maybe someone tweeted it out and then deleted it and then hoped no one would notice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, then, I think if no other game was coming out that day, I think it would be coming out February 22nd. They just probably were like, oh, crap. We we can't come out those the same day as all that other stuff. But, I mean, Phil obviously knew because he was literally on Giant Bomb talking about how Crackdown was launching the same day as Days Gone and four other games. So, he knew. I don't think it was... Uh, uh, people accused Aaron of lying. I don't think he was lying. I think it was just a genuine mistake. Um, and like someone, someone in a meeting had said somewhere that, oh, we never allowed to launch that. So it's fine because they couldn't find any evidence of it. But yeah, that's because they deleted it. <clears throat> Shout out to Caleb yeah. Kayser says February 22nd decisions, decisions. Yeah. A ton of games coming out that day. sounds like crackdowns not coming out that day as they've yeah, well, all. This is, this is, this is the question though, Rand. Is it coming out before the 22nd or after the 22nd? If I was Microsoft. I'd be getting either that game out beginning of january or beginning of february because if, if you if you can get out beginning of january you can I mean the end of january no end of january is kingdom hearts 3 and resident evil 2 but the word, they, they've said february though i know they've said february 2019 so i think it should be the beginning of february before oh. metro before i think they should get out before anthem quite frankly because if anthem's any good it's going to take a lot of people away you know, and then of course there's still Metro and Days Gone as well. So I don't know. It was changed on Amazon to February 28th, which is a Thursday. Yeah, maybe that's the Ultimate Edition. Do you, that's another question. Do you think they're going to have an Ultimate Edition for Crackdown Three? Mm-hmm. Like they have now. They didn't have one for Sea Thieves. Sea Thieves was just a regular version, and it had no early access. But State of Decay Two had. I think that Ultimate was literally edition. because um, I think Rare literally didn't want one. I feel like I remember a conversation at Rare Headquarters about why they didn't do that. I have a right. vague memory of it. But um, I think I imagine that they will do some kind of Ultimate Edition before Crackdown because there's so much... I mean, what do you what do you do with an Ultimate Edition of Sea of Thieves? Add, like, some cosmetics? 
The whole game revolves around cosmetics. You can't really do it. True. But like with, with Crackdown, you could add like some special guns and, and stuff like that. Well, the four day early access, which Microsoft oh, no. loves, you know. Um, and I mean, it, it's got a single player campaign, co op campaign, multiplayer, which uh, multiplayer is still there from everything I've heard. It's just, <clears throat> I think yep. the multiplayer is still there, and it still has cra- cloud destruction. So I've heard. One of the th- yeah. one of the things that I think you know, was was key in this game being delayed so much was Epic buying CloudGen. Because mm. apparently, and I was reading a couple interviews from Matt Booty, uh, they're not using any of the tech that CloudGen used or made for yep, uh, Crackdown. Um, yeah, so I've I've heard too from people in the know that uh, the fact that CloudGen went to Epic really really screwed up development there was a, a lot of there was a lot of issues with development of crackdown i mean it, it wasn't just stuff like um cloud gin i mean there were all sorts of developmental problems with it and stuff and also there was this huge transition of microsoft going on in the background budgets were being shifted around i've seen some of crackdown's budget sheets like they, they go up and down like a yo-yo in some in some instances so it's like um it was it was it was weird the development of that game but um, I'm just hoping that it's at least serviceable. You know, when a game's like taken this long to come out and had like s- this many, you know, such a high-profile development hell, I guess you could call it. I mean, it's. I just, I just want it to be decent at this point. You just want it to be decent, but I mean, and that's I'm mean, knowing they basically had to rebuild the cloud destruction stuff. Yeah. And like kind of un- you kind of begin to understand like why the game had as many issues as it did have but i mean i hope it comes out uh i fully expect it to be revealed at xo18 <clears throat> multiplayer reveal and the announcement of the release date do you agree it might even be re- revealed before then oh before then huh maybe maybe who knows who knows uh is is this is this some sort of wink wink that that you know something that I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I hear things sometimes. Hmm. Well, I mean, we we are a week, a month away from XO eighteen. So, I mean, I feel confident that it would at least be there. Like my thinking was that they'd reveal the multiplayer for the first time at that huge stage show, and then you know announce like the release date. But I mean, I guess they could if they're really gonna reveal that stuff beforehand. Then XO might even be bigger than I thought it was gonna be. Yep. You know? Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah. So Jez dropping codes in chat. What what are those for, Jez? I don't know. Just random stuff? Random 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 games? Oh, Infinity. Uh this isn't one of that isn't the leak I was talking about earlier, by the way. I ain't gonna spoil any crackdown any stuff. But I'm 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 cautiously optimistic about crackdown, put it that way. Cautiously optimistic. Hmm. And I'm gonna drop. I'm just gonna drop random. I'm, I've got loads of keys. Don't know what they are, so I'm just gonna drop them in chat. Enjoy. <laughs> I do like Rand. Rand did this like huge giveaway. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna dump them in Rand's chat. That's right. So I apologize for anyone listening. <laughs> listening. Actually, you know what? I'll dump some keys on the SoundCloud comments too. So like, if you're listening to this later on um, one of the podcast apps. Look in the description on the SoundCloud thing for some keys. 
Now, Jez, we jumped right into this crackdown thing, uh, but uh, I still want to know what you've been playing this week that wasn't World of Warcraft. Indeed. Well, speaking of World of Warcraft, I killed Gahoon, the, the final boss, on normal difficulty at least. So that was fun. Big monster thing. Um, so I feel like I can quit well now until the next patch comes out. Damn it. Um, other than that, Dude, I'm really hyped for BlizzCon. <laughs> so I've been playing Heroes of the Storm. I've been playing Overwatch. I installed StarCraft. I've been playing StarCraft Remastered. I'm in a Blizzard mode right now, Rand. I'm usually in a Blizzard mode in general, but even more so than usual at the minute. Um, I've been playing some more Assassin's Creed Odyssey, trying to grind out them bosses. I won't spoil what they are, but there's like, when you get to the end game, there's like, special bosses you have to kill um <clears throat> stuff like that you know i'm just i'm just in a gaming haze right now gaming haze well i'm just sort of i'm waiting for red dead man i'm just sort of playing a little bit of everything here and there not really focusing on anything and then i'm gonna pour all my focus into um red dead when it drops Ooh, that, that sounds cool um for that oh. so I've also been playing Odyssey. In fact, that's all I've been playing. All right. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm 40 hours in. Uh, no, yeah, around 38, 40 hours, and I am level 30. And I can't get enough of this game, dude. I literally it's, it's can't get enough of this game. <clears throat> the yeah. combat is really fun. One of the things that... Um, I mean, they, they designed it to be grindy. But, like... One of the one of the things that I don't mind when a game's grinding is that like if the combat's fun, you don't even notice it's grinding. When I like when I'm like smashing dudes with a with a spear, which is my go to weapon, I don't care that it's grinding because it's it's so much fun to kick people off a cliff and stuff like that. And what weapons do you use primarily? What are your main weapons? Um, I mean I usually keep a sword handy and then I have a heavy weapon, like a like an axe or a mace. <laughs> Uh, right. But I'm I'm more of um like I try to stealth through most of the sections before I go you know balls to the wall uh, combat and just killing everybody. Yeah. But um, dude, I I don't know what it is. Like I, there was a point in time last year where I was like, I, I was burnt out on these open world games. Like I started Horizon Zero Dawn on the PlayStation, and you know me, Rayan loves PlayStation games. Of course, he's gonna love Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Roundel Pony. Randall Pony, what they call me on these YouTube streets. But I started up Horizon Zero Dawn, and and sure, it looks pretty. It looks really good. But I played three hours of it, and I was bored out of my mind. I just didn't want to, like, explore. I didn't want to do anything, so I I stopped playing it. Same thing kind of happened with Yakuza. Another kind of, like, open-world thing with a great story, but all the stuff in between was just boring. But then, like, I don't know, like, I'm here I am playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey in this gigantic open world, which is truly huge. And I'm just doing all these, like, random missions I find that end up in these long, you know, quest chains. And I'm just loving the game. And I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe, you know, Red Dead 2 comes out in a couple weeks, and that supposedly might be awesome. I'm like, maybe I'm over my fatigue of open world games, and I should go back and give <clears throat> Yakuza and Horizon Zero Dawn a second shot. Um but dude, yeah, I don't know. Like, this game is just just taking over, dude. I, I don't know. I like, <laughs> like I wanna, I wanna like do all the cool like mythical boss fights. Um, you just spoiled it. I mean, th- I mean, it's in it has been in the promotions. I mean, I'm not gonna say who the mythical mythical boss fights nice. are, but like, 
dude, I don't know. It's 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 a really really cool game that I'm enjoying. <clears throat> you know, we talked about the microtransactions yesterday or last week, and I still. I am haven't found the need or hit a wall yet. I mean, like I'm in episode five. I'm level thirty. I'm over leveled for the main quest at this point. Um, I think what happens for a lot of people is they they go down the path of the main quest, right? And they level up and they level up and they level off. And you can do that in the beginning of the game, but at some point there is a jump. Uh, like at some point, one of the episodes, it does jump from like 25 quests, <clears throat> to 7 quests, yes. to 32. I noticed that when I was, because I was rushing it for review, right, a bit. And I did notice that the quest jumped up a lot. So right. that made me go back and grind. And I think I think some reviewers took exception with that, especially, right. especially some YouTubers. So... Um, but in this situation, the way I play this open world game is like I play any open world game where I like to explore and do everything. I'm not going to run into that problem because I'll be properly leveled because I've been doing all the side missions that the game has to offer. So when I go back to the main story, I'm I'm over leveled for it or the same level and I can do it. But if you're just focused on doing the main the main story like uh, stuff, yeah. you're going to miss out not only on like almost all the content the game offers because each of these islands has its own like unique uh, side quest chain which lasts for hours. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, some of them are really cool too. Yeah, like some not, of them not are, all of them, are great. It's not all of them are that interesting, but like a lot of them are actually really really fun. But yeah, but if you just do the main story, you'll eventually hit that. Unless of course you do buy the fifty percent XP booster, in which case you won't. You know what I mean? Like you'll yeah. be fine, but I don't think I'll run into that problem because I'm just enjoying. Uh, like yesterday, I went I went to this random island and like there was this huge quest involving this like shadowy organization that had taken it over called the Dagger, and there's all these different type of missions uh, that were involved in it. And I was level 28 when I started that quest line, and by the time I finished it, like two and a half, three hours later, I was level 30. And that was just like a side quest that you'd only would see if you had went to this island and only did it. Like, you could completely miss some of the stuff. There's some really, uh, really cool side missions. Like the Socratic Method one, where you're talking to so- Socrates and developing oh, dude, the Socrates map. Is so is annoying. <laughs> Socrates is so annoying. Yeah, but it makes you think, though, you know? No, it doesn't. It makes you annoyed. <laughs> I'm not he's like shut up, Socrates. He's, he's like he's like up. a he's like a he's like an aging hipster man. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I just call I just called Socrates a hipster. Yep. So I mean that's that's what I've been playing. Uh, the review I know people have been asking me for it. When I finish it, you know, when I finish the main story, I don't know when that will be. Hopefully, I can knock it out over this weekend, <clears throat> and I can have a review out, you know, sometime next week. But we got Call of Duty Black Ops uh, hitting today, I think tonight or currently right now, depending on where you live. My interest in that is not very high. Like the only thing I'm interested really? in is Black. I, I only because I don't care about zombies. Like, listen, I did all the zombie stuff all the way up to like Black Ops. Yeah, but, 3. but I'm talking about, but I'm talking about Blackout. Or were you just talking about the zombies? No, I mean like the only thing I care about in Call of Duty Black Ops for is Blackout. But I didn't really care for it too much when I played the beta. Uh, so especially with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I just really don't care about playing uh, Blackout. And if anybody's been paying attention to what I've been playing, 
ever since this fall holiday season started with Spider-Man and Tomb Raider and Forza Horizon and Odyssey, I haven't played PUBG. I think I've played five matches. When there's a quality first, when there's a quality single player game out or a quality game experience out, I play those. I don't go back and play PUBG. Like it's like I said before, PUBG is a McDonald's sandwich, dude. It's a hamburger. It's low. (laughs) It's it's low filling with you know. It's super cheap. You just play it in the meantime while you're waiting for the great experiences to come out, and the great experiences are out. So I'd rather play Assassin's Creed Odyssey over Blackout. Now, if I finish Odyssey and Red Dead's not out yet, would I play Blackout a little bit? Probably. Um, I know my buddy, <laughs> my buddy James Shields is probably crying right now because he can't wait to play Blackout. But uh, I'll be playing Assassin's Creed, James. Sorry, you know <clears throat> I know you got enough enough people there uh, to play the game with, but um, I just I don't know. Like I'll be playing Red Dead. You know, and there's still Hitman to come out, and there's still Battlefield Five and Fallout seventy six. Which, by the way, did you see those uh, gameplay trailers for Fallout seventy six? The people playing it at that event. I haven't actually. I'm kind of like I'm a I'm a big Fallout fan, you know. So, and I am going to play it just because it's Fallout. So I'm just sort of I'm trying to like save myself for the pure experience. I guess I got it pre-ordered. You know, I don't know. I, I the phone's ringing, but. I was not impressed by how that game looked at yeah, all. It looks pretty good. I've heard people unimpressed with it and stuff. And I knew it wasn't going to be like this amazing, shocking game because it's just a mod of Fallout 4, which in of itself is an old, older engine at this point. Um, so I'm not shocked that people thought it looked kind of rough. But I just care if it's fun. And I think it will be fun, at least for a while. Like Conan Exiles was so rough. A really rough game, and it's still pretty rough. I played that for like at least fifty hours, I think. So I feel like I definitely got a lot out of that game, even though it was rough. I think you have to kind of like those kind of games to enjoy it. And like, if you're a Fallout fan, it might not be the Fallout game for you. If you're a, fall- a fan of classic Fallout, but if you like Conan Exile and stuff like that, I'm, I'm expecting it to be good. If you like those kinds of games, I don't yeah. know, man. I'm. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not that big of a fan of Fallout, so I, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be, you know, picking it up or whatever. But, um, I just, I just happen to see all those uh, gameplay previews, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, I want to kill. Um, I want to kill things and blow things up and build little turrets and build a little house. I need to practice for Brexit, man. For Brexit. Yeah. Opachi wants to know if I played Hollow Knight. You see, uh, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, my my plan was to play Hollow Knight, uh, you know, after I was done with Forza Horizon, because honestly, I didn't think I was going to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And then I decided, you know what? I want to play Odyssey. I bought the game. And I, and I was like, all right, let's see what this offers. And now I love the game. And I'm 40 hours in with probably another 40 to play. And... I, Hollow Knight's got to take a back seat, unfortunately. Hopefully, I can get to it next week, and I'll make a video about it, which I really want to. There's also that PSVR game I want to play, Astrobot, as well as this other, uh, The Gardens in Between, which came out for the PlayStation. I want to check that game out as well. But I, this this is what happens. Like I enjoy playing really good indie games, but when it's AAA season, like those kind of get pushed to the to the side. You know what I mean? Like it's all about these huge experiences, and um, I want to try Hollow Knight because it's a Metro a Metroidvania. Yes, right? it is a Metroidvania. Oh, I just want to I just want to give a shout out to Michael Lugo in chat because he's awesome. Yes, um, he's very awesome. 
so yeah, hold on. I'm going to get around to that. I've got. I'm going to install it. Um, yeah, lost my train of thought there. <laughs> What's next, uh, Rand? Well, my tip for Assassin's Creed Odyssey is uh, make sure you're playing as Cassandra and not Alexios because uh, Cassandra no. is just a million no. times better. No. Yes. No. No, that's not true. Why do you lie? Why are you lying to the people? I'm so, if you're if you're playing as Alexios, you're probably experiencing half of greatness. I'm I mean, I'm I am Team Alexios all the way, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how how do you like that guy's voice actor? Like Cassandra's, you know, elegant. Her voice actor is perfect. You know, I I don't know. Like Alexios's voice acting is just horrible. How do you stand? If you've got the option of having a beard in a game. You should take it. That's what I should. I'm just saying. Do do your guys self a favor. If you decide to play Odyssey, make sure you play as Cassandra. She is the better character by far. You want to go on this hundred hour adventure with some with some with some dude who's got you know issues who, who talks like you know. With They've his, got literally the same. No, issues. no, it's the same dialogue. Cassandra is so much better. So much better. It's not even it's funny. It's a lie. Um, Cat Crit. Catcritoctonos, man, I'm sorry if I screwed that up. He said, Rand, do you ever use the Switch? <laughs> well, <laughs> you missed my uh, rant about the Switch last week. No, I haven't used it since I bought it back in March. It's basically $500 down the drain. Although I still want to play Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta 3. I don't, sell, I don't sell stuff. I'm not that type of person who buys something and then sells it. Because maybe there will be something. Because you, you hate money? <laughs> no, I don't hate money. I mean, who am I going to sell it to? Take it to GameStop and... Sell to me. You want it? I'll buy for 20 quid. 20 quid, huh? Hmm. I'll tell you what. I'll oh, sell wow, you... 20, I'll, 20 euros. I'll sell you I my... I don't do quid anymore. I'll sell you my Switch if you promise to buy a PlayStation. Oh, mate. You did post know, that you were about to get one, like, last oh, week. Oh, man. I, I like... It's it's my birthday soon, right? So I've got a bit of, get a bit of spare money from my lovely family and relatives um, and friends. So I was like looking at it, thinking, "Oh, should I? Should I? Should I hit the trigger?" But I bought a new phone instead. Sorry. Oh, what phone did you buy? I bought the Huawei P20 Pro. Thank you very much. Because mm. <laughs> it's got a really—it's got a 40 megapixel camera, man. 40 megapixel camera. You take a lot of pictures. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Have you, seen, have you not seen my Instagram? I mean, no. James Corden. I mean, have I've you not seen, seen all the all the cat pictures I post. I mean, I've seen the pictures of your turtle and stuff. Yeah, you can post those on Twitter. I don't have Insta. But, I'm not um, on Insta. I'm using um, I was using the BlackBerry, right? And I figured with XCloud coming, I need a real phone with a big screen and not the small screen that the BlackBerry has. So I decided to buy a new phone instead. All right. So I will get a PS4 when they're really cheap, maybe. I just don't have time, man. By the time, by the time, it'll be by, but like the like the PlayStation Five is coming out next year. I mean, I want to know. I want to know who these people are, right? Who have who have a PC, an Xbox, and a PS4, and a Nintendo Switch, and have the time to play all of them. I really want to know who these people are. Like, I got I got a gaming PC and I've got an Xbox. I can't literally <laughs> find time to play it. it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the PS4. It's not like I think it's bad. It's just like, like, it would just gather dust. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't Who's know. Like, right? When you're not playing exclusive. 
Well, yeah, but I, I have stuff to play on the PlayStation. But, I mean, yeah, I do play everything else on the Xbox, but the PlayStation does get turned on when it's got some cool stuff on there, which is... Do you ever play PC games? No, never. Never. No interest go. in it. No interest in playing on the PC. Yeah. Look at this. King, King, King Coin 420 says, I'm, I'm subbing because you pushed the girl on us. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. He's right. He's right. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he's typing in all caps. So he's yelling at me, but maybe he's being facetious. Pick play who with whoever you want. Doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying Cassandra's better. From me, I do have a girlfriend, and yeah, uh, actually, yeah, that's that's a point. It's uh, it's all it's having it's having a girlfriend, man. That eats into your gaming time. People people in chat know. They know. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I have a million gamer score. I don't got a girlfriend to take up with all the extra time. At least. I did, but not right well, now. Well, well, I mean, what would you rather have? A girlfriend or a million game score? I know what I'd rather have. Hmm. <laughs> mm, that's 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 a tough question. So <laughs> <laughs> Rand's got a little crush. Who who's your crush, Rand? My crush? It's Cassandra. We already established this at the start of the podcast. Yeah. That's you, true. You, are you crushing on Cassandra? Is that what it is? No, no, no. I think she's you like, just, you like the you like the Greek accent, right? I just like I think she's better acted. Her voice acting's better. See, this but, is weird because Roby says the opposite. He he restarted the game because he didn't like Cassandra's actress. Really? Yeah. What's what's wrong with Roby? I mean I know what's wrong with <laughs> Roby. He's a mixer partner. Uh, hey, what's wrong with a mixer partner? <laughs> You could be a mixer. You could be I a mixer probably, partner. If you maybe one it. day. Well, maybe one day. Although I did see that the the top stream every single day now is just some dude playing Forza Horizon Four for influence. Though. Oh my god, that is such fail. Right, we got to we got to tell the people about this for those who don't know. Okay, uh, so um, you get experience or influence when you stream Forza Horizon Four, and if you watch Forza Horizon Four on Mixer, which gives you. Uh, influence which levels you up and you get prizes, wheel spins, free cars. Um, you get like a lot. You get 6,000 XP for watching and 12,000 for streaming. So a lot of people just park their browsers in Mixer just to get all this free stuff. And like I don't know. You, you tell me, Jess. How, how pissed off are partners that the top stream on Mixer all the time now is just some dude sitting at a screen let it, like that's got to piss off like all the big partners that's got to piss off i, I don't know like it, you know they, like, call, they call them influence farms i think like there are they are looking at changing the way that works specifically for that reason but it is kind of embarrassing that the top streams on mixer right now are basically just nothing yeah they're just they're just influence farms i mean that, just, that is not a good look it just show it just goes to show you that mixer is really not there yet like there, there's more fans of Forza Horizon Four than there are fans of like individual streamers. You know what I mean? Because if <laughs> if they implemented this on Twitch, it wouldn't be number one on Twitch. You know, uh, it's just it just goes to show you that how, st- on the grand scheme of things, like Mixer's growing, but how small Mixer really still is. Um, yeah, Mixer's it's growing, but it's not it's not where it needs to be. I don't think. Yeah, it'll but, get there maybe. On from that, let's talk about xbox right we got a lot of xbox news here um and i want to talk about the obsidian one first before we get into the streaming one because the streaming one's the more in-depth topic because there's a lot of information already out there i mean it's a whole streaming i saw Eurogamer's article today where like xbox and google have started a new platform war or streaming war or whatever right but 
you know, and some people are like, okay, I'm into streaming. I'm not into streaming. You know, it has kind of a mixed reaction, but for the most part, X, people love it when Xbox buys studios, right? Because it means more games for Xbox fans or PC mm-hmm. fans if you game on Windows 10. So uh, the other day, Jason Schreer from Kotaku wrote an article saying, sourcing three people familiar with negotiations that Microsoft was 90% close, 90% almost done with closing the deal to buy Obsidian and that, uh, you know, the, that it's a matter of when and not if. Um, which and this has been rumored for a couple months now because I remember doing a video about it back then. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think about this, Jazz? And then I'll chime in with mine. Do you think this would be a good purchase? Do you think this is actually going to happen? Um, well, I've like you heard the same rumors for a while now, but I guess uh, Kotaku have like better evidence than me. I didn't. I didn't leak it because I didn't have any really hard evidence um, to back up my claim just sort of really good rumors but you know we've talked about on the show before and stuff like that i personally think it'll be a great purchase not just for microsoft but also obsidian because one of the things that i've always felt about obsidian is um recently they're most known for games like pillars of eternity um and also stick of south park stick of truth um i love pillars of eternity but and uh, and also i believe did they work on torment ties of numenera I can't remember if it was them or someone else, but it was the same engine at least. But the thing that really frustrates me about Obsidian CRPGs recently is just how bad the engine is. The engine they use for Pillars is so bad. The tech is awful. It's it's unoptimized. It's clunky. The animations aren't good. That the you know the the sort of static pseudo 3D stuff just doesn't look that great. Like, but. The gameplay and the story writing has been really good, though. So I feel like if Microsoft sort of stepped in and helped fix their tech issues, they could make a really great RPG in the future. And, um, you know, I think, like, that's a great purchase, not only for Microsoft, but also, you know, keeps Obsidian afloat, you know. And Microsoft and Obsidian have a bit of a history, too. Yeah, not, not necessarily a good one, though. Yeah, it's a bit mixed, right? I mean, they li- Microsoft literally canceled their Xbox One exclusive Stormlands, which forced the company to go it- to Kickstarter to fund the rest of the game, and they had to lay off a whole bunch of their staffs, uh, staff because of it. I mean, yeah. like you would think if that was like you were in charge of Obsidian, and like you already know that Microsoft was almost the downfall of your company once, like would you really want to go back to the well? But then again. Uh, different people running Xbox now, different people running Microsoft now, different strategy, uh, different policies, uh, different people running both companies. So, yeah, I mean, Obsidian's, look, Obsidian's a quality developer. Like, they've, you know, Knights of Republic 2, um, great game. My personal favorite from them is uh, South Park Stick of Truth. Love that game. I even played Alpha Protocol. Um, so I played a lot of their earlier See, stuff, at least like Alpha Protocol is another game that suffered from bad tech more than anything. Yeah, I, I haven't played any of their recent stuff. I haven't played Pillars of Eternity, even though I think I have it. Even though it's highly rated on Metacritic, people love it. And I mean, I think Microsoft. I think this is more to do with uh, wanting to get, have more of a viable PC developer rather than like you know we need to buy this 
to make games for Xbox. I think this is more like PC centric, but the game will still come to Xbox in the future, if you know what I mean, or at the same time, especially with keyboard and mouse stuff. Because that's the other thing, like Obsidian. All right, there's the talk that they currently have a game that they're working on with Take Two. You heard about this, right, Jazz? Because it was in the article with Kotaku. I didn't. Um, I didn't read the article, so you have to fill me in. So they currently are working for uh, on a game that's not announced yet, but is like part of take two's publishing arm. And obviously if Microsoft buys obsidian, they absorb the contract. So either, you know, they have a couple options, either they buy out the contract. So they, so obsidian stops working on it and they, you know, they pay 2k or whatever, or, you know, two, they let obsidian just make the game similar to how they just let, um, compulsion games finish up we happy few with the contracts in place um or maybe microsoft you know microsoft you know buys the contract and then just tells them to work on something new so uh maybe they can have a game ready right away i'm not really sure what's going to happen but um i do feel with like the addition of keyboard and mouse coming to xbox that the game they make is going to be pc first possibly and then maybe come to Xbox with like customized controls or with keyboard and mouse. But I, I do feel like Microsoft is trying to broaden the PC space, um, which I'm not sure a lot of people are going to like, you know, because a lot of people are like, why is Xbox playing where a one way street? Why do well, all- it's like, I mean, today we're calling it PC today, but what it's really going to be, it's more about having games that are good for mouse and keyboard, right? Yeah. Because they're, they're going to be pushing mouse and keyboard in the future. That is true. Yeah, they are. So, in theoretically... Now, when I, I originally leaked mouse and keyboard, uh, the Razer partnership and all that stuff, I originally leaked that a few months ago. The documents uh, associated with that leak were from early in 2018. And in those documents, it says that developers will still have to target controllers first. However, since then, it looks like Microsoft might have released that restriction and that there will be able to be games that are mouse and keyboard exclusive. So, like, games that just don't make sense with a controller whatsoever, like, I don't know, Football Manager or, you know, you know other games like that. And it's uh, it's like... You can pretty much make any game work with a controller if you work hard enough. But City Skylines apparently took a whole year of rebuilding the UI, rebuilding the controls to make it compatible with a controller. It took a whole year. That's a pretty risky investment for a smaller studio who might be focusing on PC. So, like, if Microsoft can lift that restriction and just say, like, yeah, you know, bring it with mouse and keyboard support now. And if you get around to controller support later, then fine. Um, or even if they do it on a case by case case by case basis, maybe. But you know. But you know. So, well, um, I mean, so Sam Tolbert in the chat says Obsidian likes making AAA games, though. Keep in mind they made Pillars of Eternity because of a budget and trying to survive. They could have a fifty dev team working on a CRPG, and then the other hundred and forty or so working on a AAA RPG. So I mean, they are around one hundred and eighty strong. Uh, do you, I really don't see them continuing with Pillars of Eternity in that style of game. Um, I do, th- I don't know, like in my opinion, I think they'll go AAA. It's kind of funny, like 
Fable's coming back and is being made by Playground, but maybe the team you want to make Fable or an RPG is the one you're just going to buy, Obsidian, right? Mm. I mean, there has been some rumors that Playground isn't making Fable anymore, but I've heard they are still making Fable, and that's recent. So I don't think they're going to just rip Playground off of Fable anytime soon, just because Playground hasn't made an RPG before. Vladdy Putin says three four three four three and Obsidian presents Halo RPG. Ooh, mm. I've always wanted a Halo RPG. I'll take that. Well, um, they are—they're clearly looking to expand their core brands away from, you know, the the front the the uh, genres they're known for. So we got we got gear we got Gears Pop, which is some kind of mobile game. We got Gears Tactics, which is like an XCOM clone. Which, by the way, I've heard is shaping up really nicely. I'm really looking forward to that. And then you've got like, you know, uh, you had that Forza mobile game, which got Miami re-branded. Street. Yeah, what? We what still happened with that game? We still don't know what happened with that. I'm. I, it is my mission at E3 next year to find out what happened with that. I and guarantee like, you over that everything. Game, I guarantee you that game <laughs> was originally called Forza Street. And then somebody at Microsoft played that, and they're like, "No, no, no, we can't have Forza attached to this game whatsoever." <laughs> right? Definitely. I think like it was. Def- I mean, it uses Forza assets. It was definitely a Forza game, no doubt about it. But they're just sort of push it out the door and then pretended it doesn't exist. It's like so weird. They sent it out to die. I don't get it. It's so strange. It really, really bugs me that I don't know what that was. That so, is, you, you, need, you need to get to the bottom of this one. But um, as this pertains to, like, the narrative of, like, Microsoft, people's biggest, what was your biggest complaint about Xbox before entering this year? It's probably this, my games. biggest complaint. Yeah. No, no, no Xbox phone. No, well, okay. okay, yeah, well, you're, you're like the <laughs> Windows phone. But, like, my biggest, my biggest issue was, like, hey, console's awesome. The Xbox One X is great. I have no doubt that whatever they build in the future, the Scarlet devices are going to be awesome as well. The services are top-notch. right? You can't, can't deny that. What they truly were lacking were a great first-party stable with quality exclusives. And that was my biggest complaint with Xbox. And obviously Microsoft knew. They heard all the feedback. And they're like, we need... You know, we got Xbox Game Pass. We want to sell to people. It needs games. We planning on taking this stuff uh, to two billion gamers, and Google's getting in. So, how do you differentiate your service from their service? Well, exclusive content. So it's like, all right, we need to really kind of focus on finding the right developers. Yeah. They go and they get Playground, uh, who they worked with previously. Yeah. Uh, they get Undead Labs, who they work with on State of Decay, hopefully to build a bigger State of Decay game and a better one. Uh, they purchased Ninja Theory, which was a shocker because they make really good quality single-player games. I'm still not sold on Compulsion Games, despite what people say. I think Compulsion Games was a mistake. Uh, I think they made nothing but mediocre games. Bro. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying. Like, I still... I know people who love We Happy Few, man. I haven't, I haven't played the new version, but... I, Except, sure. but I, I tell you what, though. All the people I know who love We Happy Few are British. Okay. Well, that, okay. Well, it's set in British. I'm just saying. Like, I get all the acquisitions and why. I just... I just don't think compulsion like compulsion games it doesn't really fit. Like I played Contrast. It's okay. 
it's definitely not a studio i'd be like you need you need it's like microsoft and sony or nintendo needs to buy this studio and we happy few whatever M- maybe with the funding and better like obviously clearly, a bigger plan really they had a pitch that microsoft liked clearly that's true so i'm just saying personally i don't get it we'll have to wait and see whatever their first game is for microsoft and the initiative seems to be shaping up quite nicely uh, whoever knows what they're working on. So it's like, all right, Microsoft's like, here, here's some studios. And then you hear about these extra acquisitions like Obsidian. And then even other rumors going around that that's not it. People in the know are saying that there's more to come, potentially Sumo Digital, possibly, I don't know, Hazelight. Uh, I think those might be announced at like XO18. Um, but Xbox is really trying to do their best getting these developers building studios hiring like 600 developers this year to to build these games for people and i still see people bitching about it not that like bitching about in the sense that like oh well they should have did it earlier which nobody argues that they shouldn't have i mean if you go you're gonna do build a time machine yeah i mean i agree they should have been doing this back in the 360 era like of course i'm not arguing they shouldn't but like when your biggest complaint is Microsoft has enough games and then Microsoft goes out and buys all these developers to make games for you, like, and, and but now, of course, the complaint is these games are three to four years away. Well, it's like, no shit. Of course they are. Like, g- games just aren't like, here's a cup of water, add, add like some, uh, some, some packets of sugar, add some <laughs> water, and now you have a game. Of course it's going to take some time. Um, but, you know, the direction of Xbox is... I'm happy with it now because I mean we'll have to wait and see how the if the games come out and they're all crap, well then we're gonna have a problem. But like currently, I mean I, I think they're they're doing their best. I mean like of course I want the games now, but what are what are you gonna do about it? Um, but man, I don't know if you saw, but Jazz, there was a thread on Reset Era about. <laughs> no, no. About, about, and it just turned into whenever whenever you start whenever you start whenever you start a story with there was a thread on Reset Era, I cringe a bit. Dude, there like, <laughs> and there's a good Xbox community at Reset Era. Like, you know, Cloberl, really good dude. Uh, I know, I know. Very, very knowledgeable. A very good sort. Like, he he knows what he's talking about. Like, he basically had to left Reset Era because people were attacking him over the Obsidian thing. And if you go read that, and I'm surprised the mods left that thread open because it was just a cancerous, like reading through that stuff. And I don't get it. Like, people are just. There's true hate for Xbox out there. True hate. And look, it's so sad. It's so sad. Grown like, men, grown men, often with kids, yeah, that's hating the plastic box. It's sad. Well, even it's when sad. I look at my comment sections, like I love the well thought out comments. You know, I like them. I read them all. But then you still get these like poorly written grammatical errors errors everywhere just dumb comments that you think to yourself okay well this guy's maybe 12 or 13 or whatever but then you think to yourself but what if he's not what if he's 50 and has kids and this is how this person's (laughs) acting but Uh, and look i'm not saying you can't be disappointed in xbox of course you can you know it's the product that you bought you express your disappointment i'm talking about hatred like xbox murdered your spouse (laughs) <laughs> and you like hate them for life like sad it's it's so weird to see such hatred for just a a, a gaming device an entertainment box I, yeah. I don't get it i'm thinking of making a video about it and i just don't get like this 
people are really strongly attached to their consoles in a way that is quite frankly disturbing. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you guys want a good laugh, just go read through it. That that thread's 70 pages long and it's just like filled with just the most cancerous shit. And I thought I thought that website would actually change after being like, you know, right risen from the ashes of neogaf it's the problem though it's like whenever whenever something gets popular that you get morons because unfortunately most people are morons (laughs) so you know the the, these forums always start off with the best intentions the coolest people and then you get like morons you know so i don't get it yeah, I had to leave Resera for the same reason. You know, it's just people just genuinely hate me, hate you, and anyone who has anything positive to say about Xbox ever. You know, ignore all the all the criticism, the constructive criticism we leverage, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've put all my constructive criticism right where it matters. The people who can do it, like you know, I, I was yeah. disappointed with some of Xbox's offerings this gen. And I, I fully, I made videos about it and stuff, but I, I don't hate anything. I don't hate Sony. I don't hate Nintendo. I'm like ambivalent to Nintendo. I don't care what they do. You know, like Sony makes great games and I'm happy to play those. I just, I don't understand like what causes a person to just truly hate something that is just an inanimate, inanimate object, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, I grew up on PlayStation, man. I grew up. I mean, I grew up on Nintendo. Like I say, I I say even now, PlayStation One is probably my favorite console of all time. Ooh. Like forget, forget the Xbox One, forget the 360. PlayStation One, man. My favorite. So many great games on there. My favorite console of all time, still probably the 360, because it's where I played. Like I literally played like all the great games of that generation, and it was such like a great. Eight years, basically. Yeah. Um, I loved I, it, and and if I, I had to pass... man, no, no game, no game had such a big impact on me like Final Fantasy VII did. First time I played that on PS One, I had no idea what it was, no idea going in, no idea about the plot twist. It blew my mind, man. It blew my mind, and no game, no game has come since then, which has even come close to blowing my mind like Final Fantasy VII did. And it's 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 two D oh, yeah. with. Yeah. Ugly, ugly little sprites, terrible graphics. You know the music's aged really well, actually. But that's why I got a PlayStation One. I remember seeing the commercials for Final Fantasy VII on TV, and I was like, "It was perfect." I need this. And I got a PlayStation, and I played Final Fantasy VII ten times. Like, if you're going to include games, you know, top ten games ever, Final Fantasy VII for me is on that list, and that's why I got a PlayStation. you know that was PlayStation was more about like third party games at that point r- rather than the exclusives because Sony's really exclusives didn't really kick in until about the PlayStation Three. But PlayStation Two, man, like if I, I'm saying Three Sixty is my favorite console, PlayStation Two is right behind it because Jesus, they had some amazing games on that console as well. But yeah, PlayStation One right there. Um, I don't know where I'd go from there. Probably, I don't even know if I put Xbox. Maybe, maybe Xbox One or this gen after that. Um, maybe the Genesis or whatever. But, whew. Um, 
Yeah, I just I just thinking about all the games I played in PS2 and and the 360. It's just like brings a smile to my face, man. Brings a smile to my face. Um, it brings a smile to my face now. I'm, I'm feeling nostalgic now. I could right? talk about. I could do a whole podcast about PlayStation One. <laughs> hey, well, you I, got, know, I still got all my games, man. I still got all my games. If you're feeling nostalgic, they got the PS One Classic coming soon. You know? I'm st- I'm still waiting to hear the full library of games that come into that, but you know. I would much prefer some kind of PS1 emulator on the PS4. That would if PS4 had better backwards compatibility stuff, it would spurn me to buy it. Same with the Nintendo Switch actually. Nintendo Switch had better like legacy support and not some dumb subscription that I wouldn't use that often. So let me buy the games outright, damn it. Yeah. But I would pick them up in a second, you know. So but, um yeah. Do you think this is it for Microsoft's acquisitions this year is obsidian the last one or do we think there's more to come still it's hard to say man i mean i mean we we knew about playground before e3 happened i didn't expect all the others at all and who knows maybe microsoft surprises us maybe they really do have a blank check maybe like they really are convinced that Google is a huge threat now and Amazon too, because Amazon's working on streaming too. You, you just know it. Um, maybe they are convinced they're both like a big threat now. And um, as such, uh, the need to invest is now. And that's the, next, that's the next big area in cloud computing. And it's not just, it's not just for platform holders as well. It's going to be for, um, for AAA games developers to realize the true potential of their games. Because right now, their games are locked to desktops. They're locked to living rooms. You know, The future is taking those AAA games wherever you want. And uh, Microsoft wants to be at the forefront of that. They don't want to lose another technological shift. They lost smartphones. They lost tablets. They're, you know, they're complete, they lost the idea of an app ecosystem in a lot of ways so like they don't want to be in a situation where that happens again and to to make sure that they aren't in a situation where they lose another technological shift they need to invest and invest hard because that's something they didn't do with phone that's something they didn't do with tablets they didn't invest hard enough and they ain't going to make that mistake with xbox and if they do they'll have me to answer to man they'll have me to answer to and i realize that's not much of a threat but <laughs> they'll they need an answer to so Getting into uh, segueing, segueing into XO18 because if the Obsidian thing's happening, we both agree it probably be announced there. I mean, given the leak, it might happen earlier now. Uh, Obsidian, so? Obsidian announced some kind of Q and A, so you know they're going to get asked about that. They announced the Q and A right after. I don't know if that Q and A has already happened actually, but they announced the Q and A right after the leak happened. Um, so maybe they announced it earlier because of the leak. I don't know. Well, I I did say I did hear, read an article. I think it was from Eurogamer. It was linked yesterday, saying that uh, they had an interview with uh, someone from Obsidian that said like they don't think they'll have to ever crowdfund any of their games again. Oh. Which you know, if they're getting bought out by Microsoft, well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You know? I mean, so I don't know. I don't know. I think I I'm I'm pretty confident that Obsidian thing's going to happen, and there's rumors that more are happening, but. I want to get into my hype about XO18 because, like, number like when when they first announced this, when Phil announced this at Inside Xbox, I was like, because I had heard the rumors, and I was like, I don't know, like they don't really have anything, 
you know, like ready at this point, but talking to some people, like I am starting to get truly excited on an E3 kind of level, maybe on an E3 kind of level on an E3 kind of level. I don't know. Like that's a big level, man. It is like they're going to like all their eyes are going to be on Microsoft. Sony's not doing PSX because they're not ready to announce the PlayStation five and all the stuff that, you know, they're working on. But a lot of the insiders who truly know what they're talking about are like, dude, it's going to be, it's going to be a great, great moment for Xbox fans and whatever. And I'm sitting there like, Oh my God, like could it, I'm just hyped, Jess. I don't know what I don't talk me out of it. Talk, tell me why I shouldn't be hyped for XO. Tell me why. You should be hyped, man. Get hyped. The tell time is now to get in half. Yeah, like I think Microsoft knows they need to start some uh, some good momentum going into next gen. Uh, maybe tease a few things. So like I'm I'm expecting studio an- announcements. I'm expecting uh, third party game announcements. I'm expecting first party games to show up. I'm expecting just like news to drop in a way that probably make people like really look at Xbox, you know, in, in a different light, like saying like, all right, they know what they're doing. Their plan is in motion because in my, my, in my opinion, 2019 is all going to be about next gen. So I think Michael Microsoft is going to tease it. I would not be surprised if they, you know, start like maybe announce the next gen console in some fashion. Like I don't know, man. Like I'm not really one to get hype. I can, you know, back in the day, the, it felt almost like there were rules about how consoles had to be announced. You had to tease them at E3. You had to line them up with press expectations. But in a world where that doesn't matter anymore, and you've got streaming services, and you've got Apple pumping out phone after phone year after year, and people are buying them every year for a thousand dollars. The rules aren't the same as they used to be, and like uh, the the people who buy console games, like they're getting older, they got better jobs. You know, they're, they're not students or living in parents' basements anymore. You know, like back in the day when gaming was new like all the advert all the advertisements for gaming back in the day it was all aimed at like younger kids who didn't have disposable income but now those gamers are mature that the market's maturing people have a lot of money spent i wouldn't be surprised if microsoft rips up the rule book completely next gen yeah and i know people are saying in chat is that because i'm reading it like you know get hyped up only to be disappointed and you know what that's 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 like a, an issue or a risk i'll take course and and for most of these past e3s i've been the one cautioning cautioning people not to get excited you know i'd be like there's nothing really to get excited about i i'd I'd hold my expectations but for some reason from the people i've talked to and from what like i expect to be there i think it's going to be a fun time and yeah maybe i'm letting my (laughs) my hype get out of control but like and and look, if Microsoft truly does XO and it's just a two hour long inside Xbox episode and it like normal one, yeah, it'll be it won't just be me back, like critiquing them. It'll be literally everybody else in the gaming sphere. Because why even bother doing that's the thing I always come back to. Why even bother doing XO? Why even bring it back if you don't have something truly you know, yeah, I mean, ready this is, to do this it. Is the thing about Phil, he's not like, like another Microsoft executive. I could see like, um, being tone deaf to gaming, like thinking th- a lot of the EA conferences, right? A lot of the EA conferences they do at E3. I don't think those need to exist. 
because they, oh, they yeah. have barely anything to show. They do like these really long, boring segments, like with um, celebrities and stuff. They needn't exist. You know, they're, they're always, almost always terrible. And that just screams to me of being tone deaf towards your audience. Xbox ain't tone deaf, at least not anymore. And as such, I think like because they've announced uh, this XO, XO thing, I think it's because they asked. The, you know they have something genuine to invest in here so yeah like i, I see you alex escobar he said he's praying for us and we're all going to get disappointed maybe but maybe people will be excited i don't know i i think they're going to have a ton of stuff there to show i mean there's i did see that uh the rocksteady game that's been kind of like leaked around uh might 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 debut there not the harry um, potter no i mean like i don't know it, you see like for a while, it's like, oh, Rocksteady's making Justice League, and now now Rocksteady's making a Batman Arkham Family game, and it's like, oh, like, you know, you know what I do expect is I would, here, Jez, let me let me let me give you like a scenario, and let me let me think, let me know if you agree with me. Uh, there's going to be a segment about Game Pass, and then they're going to say an Ashen is available today on Xbox Game Pass. I I think that's highly likely, actually. Now that you've said it. Right, like because they they are still very certain that the game's coming out this year, and yeah. if we know it's day one Game Pass, they what speak. They way... speak. They speak as if they know, you know. Yeah, I, I I fully expect there to be like it's available now. It's available today in Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, and you know, like below. I don't know if below, like apparently below, is still scheduled to come out this year, um, but. I expect this Ashen. I'll make a video closer to the release and I'll go through all my predictions of what I expect, but um, that's just kind of like a little morsel there, but yeah, I'm excited. Maybe I'll even get more excited at, you know, as, as the time goes on and then maybe I'll end up being disappointed and it'll be my own fault. Um, but maybe the bigger news this week, uh, which might have more of an impact on the future is the X cloud. X cloud. X Cloud. I'm just going to give it to you. Now, we talked about this on the last podcast that Google's Project Stream, Google's getting into the video game industry, although they announced it in a very low key fashion, right? Yeah. Google's just like, smart. hey, hey, we're, smart, you want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free? Test it out. You know, all you need is a Google Chrome browser, whatever. You know, it's just, it's just a little experiment. You know, no, no big, no biggie, right? But then there's the rumors of the Google Yeti device. Uh, which is, according to Eurogamer in the article they ran yesterday, is a next-gen console uh, that is supposed to compete with PlayStation and Xbox in some fashion, along with their streaming, which if you've read all the... Because there's no NDA on the Project Stream. I've watched streams of it. I've, I've read articles of people who've tried it out, and they're all blown away by how well it works. Yep. Um, which has led people to be like, oh my God, streaming might actually be viable now, right? Well, Microsoft put out a video, what was it, Monday, uh, announcing their streaming service called xCloud. And, well, Jez, you know more about this, so you you, you take it from here for, for a minute. Okay, well, I mean, this xCloud stuff has been rumored since Halo 4 because a long time ago, there was this, there was this conference internally at Microsoft saying, we're building for the next generation of cloud and gaming. And they demonstrated... Halo 4 running on a, an old Lumia uh, smartphone. They've been working on this for a long time. Now, the tech, the tech that powered that has been completely replaced and redone. 
And um, they're like, this is a whole new generation of the tech. It's not like they've been working on that single thing for, for years and years. But So xCloud is the, the service that will hit the public. And it's going to be basically... Um, the the rumor is and the expectation is is that it's some kind of hybridized solution in some ways i think when it comes to smartphones it will be full streaming but i think they are looking at doing solution uh, at least on pc maybe and lower end tablets uh, and stuff like that they're looking at some kind of hybridized solution where some of the collision and movement runs on your local device and then you stream the visuals over the cloud and that like that makes it feel that makes it feel like it's um uh native but like you're playing it on like a low end tablet with 22 hour battery life or something like that you know like a surface phone for example um so they they're working on some like high tech sci-fi kind of stuff for this xcloud streaming thing now and i've been saying for years when i started blogging you know god 5 years ago now i was always i was even saying back then Microsoft's Microsoft sees their competition as Google and Amazon, really, at the end of the day. Um, and that that's ultimately what they're afraid of. They're afraid of a big technological shift in the same way that mobile computing has sort of changed the way we interact with apps and services and stuff like that. And it left Microsoft with no choice but to put Office and OneDrive on Android and iOS and stuff like that. Because Microsoft was not no they were nowhere to be seen. They weren't they weren't part of the pie. So Microsoft doesn't want to be on the wrong end of this technological shift. So they've been investing in it for a lot, long time. And and this, you know, investing in studios, making sure they've got exclusive content, making sure they've got, like, high-quality hardware stories to marry with that. They've got, like... I mean, the patent just came out today for a folding tablet. I don't know if you saw that, Rand. I did see that, yeah. Like, a, a, tab, a tablet with a flexible display that can be folded in half and like put in your pocket and stuff like that. Not a phone, like a folding tablet. So, so is that going to be the X boy? <laughs> Maybe, you know. And like, there there was some in, there was some compelling hints in that X Cloud blog. Like, for example, the touch controls on the screen. They weren't just your regular mobile phone touch controls, where it was like the ABXY button, and then you had the triggers, you know, fake triggers on the touch screen. The the display it showed for like halo and the display showed for sea of thieves the the touch controls were bespoke to the game so instead of an abxy button it had like a button that was a symbol of a gun a button that was a symbol of some uh, banana you know for eating it so like developers will be able to make touch controls that sort of make sense they're not just gonna like stream the game and then just slap abxy on it microsoft wants to get it right and uh, i think they're they are the company who's most likely to get it right. Google Google is a juggernaut. They've got insane amounts of money, but they also don't have a very diverse business model. Like 80% of their revenue is from ads and search, and a lot of their other projects have just straight up failed. Like they closed Google Plus this week. Yeah, Google uh, Plus, Jazz. Like they're one of the reasons why you... Remember last week where you talked about why you hated Google? Yes. Like that whole Google Plus thing, pretty fucked up, dude. Yeah, so like for those who don't know, Google Plus um, leaked uh, loads of data, like it was hacked or something, and Google didn't disclose the fact it was hacked. 
and it, it makes they're such hypocrites because whenever whenever they their engineers find a security problem in Windows, they publish it and they don't give Microsoft any heads up. They don't give them any time to fix it. But when Google has a security problem, they try and cover it up because they're scummy company, man. They are a shady, scummy company, and they are the last. They are the last company you want to succeed in this business. I would say. Personally, I yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty shady what they did, and but like back to the streaming thing, like there's there's a war going on. Like this this is this like this is people war, don't, people don't get it. Like Google's deadly serious about getting into this industry, and I'm sure that not only scares Microsoft, but it's got to scare Sony to a certain extent as well. Uh, I'm, I'll be I'll be straight up honest. I think what ends up happening is Sony partners with Amazon or Google. I don't think Sony can compete with them on cloud stuff. You think? I don't think Google. I think I think there's a better scenario of of Sony par- partnering with Amazon than with Google. I think I would I would like if if Sony partnered with Amazon for streaming, that I I would be okay with that. Yeah, you know, I, I, Amazon's a pretty crappy company in some ways too, but they're not as evil as Google. So I think like I think Amazon through Twitch, at least to some degree, Amazon gets gaming a bit more than Google possibly could. I mean, let's face it, Google's experience with gaming is free to play games on Android. You know, I. But yeah, I don't. I don't think how can Sony the for Sony to compete with them on that level, they need like billions of dollars worth of investment. Well, yeah, they're not going to be able to build their own data centers. That's like one of the yeah. strengths that Microsoft has. They have the Azure and all those centers, and Google's got all that stuff, and Amazon has all that stuff. I mean, um, what what cloud provider powers PlayStation now right now? Is that Amazon? Probably is, right? I don't know. Probably. But, but as how this regards to Xbox, so they made sure to mention that this, you know, all the Xbox game would work on it, but they didn't really announce the business plan. And I've seen some people kind of run with this saying that, when this launches, whenever it does, I know there's there's like a, you know, it's going to be in beta or whatever to the public next year. Who knows when it's fully going to launch. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say not every game will be streamable. And that if you own the game on Xbox, doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to stream it through the xCloud. Am I right, Jez? Because they, they, if, if that was the case, that would be a huge announcement for Microsoft. Be like, oh, if you own these games on Xbox already, then you can still stream them everywhere. But they, they made... Because that developer blog not only was like trying to sell consumers on it, but it seemed like it was trying to sell developers on it because they made sure to mention that all this is done without any extra developmental work. It was handled by them, similar to the way backwards compatibility is, right? Where there's no extra work provided. And I've seen people say like, "Oh, this will mean like all your games will be able to stream." But I don't think that's the case. Do you, like, I think it'll just be publishers have to be I think, okay with it, right? I think yeah. I think they're not gonna. They're not just gonna say. They're not gonna dictate to uh, to publishers at least not to start with. Maybe in the future they will, when it becomes like a ubiquitous sort of thing. But at least to start with, they're gonna. I think publishers will have to opt in, and I don't know for sure on that. Um, but it does, certainly does seem that way, um, and that's the right that's the right approach. I think you don't want to force the new tech on developers and stuff. When do you so do you think this do you think their streaming service comes out before next gen? Like, how is this all situated? Right? Because oh, they said twenty nineteen, right? 
Right. So 2019, uh, well, for, for like public access or public trials. Now, I, I don't mean, think, I don't think Xbox is, I don't think Xbox is next consoles until 2020. So that's a long way. Um, but like, how does that work in? Like, do you think it's going to be free? Do you think that you're going to be required to pay, uh, you know, have Xbox Live Gold to use it? Do you think there'll be some subscription fee uh, alongside of it? I mean, like, I'm kind of thinking, since it's probably costing a lot of work, I can't imagine it being free, but I could see it being part of, like, an Xbox Live Gold thing. But at the same time, if Google's offering a similar thing and it's free, all you need is the game, then maybe they can't do that, right? I suppose it's uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I suppose Google. What Google could do is, you buy the game from them up front, and I suppose it'd be the PC version. Ironically, meaning that Microsoft gets a cut because if it's the PC version, then it needs to run on Windows, which means probably Google's paying for, you know, um, Azure Surface too. Um, funnily enough. Uh, because let's face it, they ain't going to be the Linux games, the Linux versions of a lot of these games running there. Um, so as such, I think um, Google. I mean, there's, there's, it could go two ways. Either Google like lets you buy the game up front, and then you can stream it when you want, and they fund the service with ads. That's a very googly thing to do. That is very Google like. Or at least like have an ad ad version where you have to watch an ad before you start playing. That you know, like a YouTube ad. That is a super Google thing to do. Um, so I can imagine that like maybe a free tier and then like a premium tier where you buy the game and pay the service charge. Because let's face it, it ain't going to be free. Well, yeah, I can't imagine Ubisoft be being like, you can play Far Cry 6 for free only if you watch some ads. That's not like Ubisoft's yes. going to be like, no, you're paying $60. You're, you're basically buying the game and you can stream it. Um, I'm just kind of curious how Xbox is going to implement this. Like, yeah. because if I guess it all depends on like if Google's does whatever option. If it's literally if Google's literally like you buy the game and you can do it, and maybe you watch an ad. Then can Microsoft really get away with like, hey, you need to be gold, or it needs to be a subscription fee? Like, I don't know. Like, well, this is, this is this is the issue at the end of the day. The issue is Microsoft doesn't really have. I mean, Bing, Bing, believe it or not, is a very profitable business nowadays, and they do have a solid ads ad systems in place but not video ads um i mean when's the last time you ever saw a bing video ad i don't think i've ever seen one i think like groove had like one video ad and then you've got mixer which still has no ads at all yeah what is so, with like, that? why does a mixer have any ads i don't know honestly that i think the plan is to eventually have ads because that's how you fund a video service i mean twitch but, has ads all over the place yeah, exactly. But for for whatever reason, Microsoft hasn't been able to get any any companies to provide them ads yet for Mixer. I don't know. So, like, I think at the end of the day, it, it's going to be whether Google succeeds or whether Microsoft succeeds. It's going to be about which provides the the better service, the more cost effective service. So, like, if Google has a free version with ads, Google wins. Google wins. Uh, um, but if Microsoft, like, uh, but the thing is, but then you've got Microsoft being like, well, say like 400 of your games will just work. You know, if Microsoft builds up those relationships with developers and make sure that it has a huge amount of content day one, 
and then more people just start using the Xbox streaming and it becomes like the sort of dominant force like Netflix, then Microsoft wins, you know? Well, I, I mean, we're still forgetting like Sony and all this. Like we're also still like, maybe nobody cares about streaming. Maybe it doesn't really take off, at least not yet. Maybe this is more for solution three to four years from now. I mean, I know, it's certainly possible that no one cares. Definitely. I mean, definitely. I mean, like, for instance, I'm a hardcore gamer. I'm probably more hardcore than most people, considering, like, all the games I play in my gamer score. Uh, streaming video games doesn't interest me and will never interest me. Well, maybe never is a strong word, but I am always going to go for the traditional console because it's going to give the better. And Microsoft, just right? to reiterate, Microsoft has committed to. Right future console generation but that's for me and I'm, i know a lot of people like me will feel the same way like yeah streaming like if you want to stream go ahead but for me i don't really have any interest in that then like streaming then would be maybe uh, in the realm of the casuals and who knows which win the way the casuals go however there, like i did think of this scenario and stay with me here just for a minute like i'm gonna get an xbox scarlet right that's just what I'm going to get one day one, whatever. Like, but what if Sony had a streaming device or a streaming solution where like I could stream their exclusives over the PC, right? Where I don't have to buy the PlayStation five and spend $400 on it, but I could essentially still play God of War two and horizon zero dawn two. Or you can even flip that scenario. You're a PlayStation dude, Right. You got the system because you want the best games and the best experiences and the best multiplats or what have you. So you're playing your God of Wars and your your Horizon Zero Dawns and your Kill Zones. But Microsoft start actually putting out great games, right? And you were always one of those person that said, "Hey, if Microsoft puts out great games, I'll get a, I'll get a, I'll get an Xbox." But there's a solution out there where like you don't have to spend the money for an Xbox because that's what I always see. People always say. Maybe I get an Xbox, but it's too expensive. Like, I don't want to spend $400 or $300 to get an Xbox to only play a couple games. I mean, hell, I bought a Switch to play a couple games at $500, and I don't use it, you know? But what if there was that scenario where, like, hey, well, you already have your PC, so you could play it there, you know, whatever. Or you could just stream it on your browser or your phone, and you could experience Ninja Theory's next game or Fable. and, And, like, you only basically use it when there's a game out, so you wouldn't really run into like data caps or any of the other stuff. It's just like here and there. Like, I think that could be a, a viable scenario, right? Yep, I think so. And that, I mean, that's that's pretty much one of the the whole point of this streaming stuff is to reach reach customers you wouldn't have reached otherwise. So, like, maybe you don't, maybe you want to play that cool, you know, PlayStation or Xbox exclusive, but you don't want to jump in and buy a console like me. Maybe PlayStation Now and XCloud is a better solution, you know. That's the but you know it's 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 funny, Rand, because I read a report the other day that piracy is on the rise again for movies and stuff. I did see that, yeah, and TV shows because there are so many streaming services now that rather than subscribe to all the different services, people have just gone back to piracy. (laughs) So, like, you know, it's a two-way street in a way. There's like, not. Can you imagine if there was like, this doesn't really happen on on music services much, but if like if like say for example each major music service had like twenty five percent exclusive content, 
you'd go back to piracy, wouldn't you? You wouldn't just, you know, if if five of your favorite bands were on five different streaming services exclusively, you wouldn't subscribe to five different streaming services. I mean, no, you wouldn't. And I, I think I saw Steam say the same, like Valve say the same thing. Like piracy is about access, not about like the money that people want to pay for the stuff. It's just that sometimes they can't or, you know, why, why isn't this available here? But, you know, the streaming service thing is a kind of a good analogy, right? Like you have Netflix, you have Hulu. I think CBS has their own. ABC has their own. You have all these different streaming services. And that's exactly what next gen is going to like. You're going to have Google, who's going to offer a lot of these third-party games. You're going to have Microsoft, who's going to have all this stuff. You're going to have Sony. You're going to have Nintendo. The question is, like, which one are you going to pick? You know, wh- why wh- why would somebody go with Google over Sony and Microsoft? Because, you know, as of right now, Google doesn't have any first-party developers, right? Unless, of course, they come in and decide to buy some big publisher and then turn all their games exclusive to whatever they're doing. Yeah. So, oh God, can you imagine Google and EA? It's like the ultimate trinity of evil. Yeah, but a lot of EA's games wouldn't be viable anymore. They'd have, they'd have, they lose the FIFA license. They, they lose the, um, they lose the NFL license. Um, For, Forza Football. Well, there you go. I mean, I don't know. Like most of most of Google's, like most of EA's money comes from. Uh, all the sports stuff, and I think they would like lose their license, like if they did that, um, if they became like first party. Because I'm not, I, I, I'm not really sure how that works. I think it was because they were third party. But I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess that's you know, if they really you know want to get in on that, like then EA would be good, or maybe Square Enix or something. But like, it's going to come down to content. It's going to come down to content that separates it, and and potentially like how good the service is. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft clearly realizes that which is why they're you know funding all these new studios because they want to have all these games not only for game pass but also for people to like a reason to choose xbox and sony you know they've been working on their first party stuff for a long time um so it's that scenario of like which one are you going to choose now it is interesting that the google google might be like streaming the pc versions of games like you think about that like Assassin's Creed Odyssey is streamed at 1080p 60. Uh, the Xbox One X version of Assassin's Creed Odyssey is locked at 30. Ooh. So, you, like, and there's that damn phone. Like, why are you so popular, man? I don't know. People just people just call, man. They just they just they just want they want a part. You know, they want a piece of the man with the million. You know. <laughs> um, but when you think about it, uh, do you think Microsoft might have an issue there if if Google's always offering the high-end version of the game, whereas, like, Xbox streaming is offering just a console experience, obviously, but not as good, right? Mm. Like, why would you want to stream Assassin's Creed from Xbox at 1080p 30 when you could stream it from Google at 1080p 60? You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is a problem. I mean, it's, it's kind of like what... I mean, Microsoft pretty much, um, pretty much confirmed that the um, the server blades are running the X- Xbox operating system, not necessarily Windows. As such, that means some of those streaming games are going to be locked, potentially locked to their Xbox versions. Right. right. Well, the, so, I mean, I don't know much about all that stuff. I did see the video. They put together the rack with four Xbox One S's. So my first thought was like, well, 
like when this eventually streams Scarlet games, are they going to have a rack of Scarlet systems? Like how, like, I don't know anything about that. So if people in chat, like, no, maybe you can enlighten me because I don't know. I just, that was my first thought. Can four Xbox one S's somehow do whatever the next gen Scarlet is, or are they going to have a rack of Scarlet, uh, to, to be able to stream that stuff? Um, I don't really know. Maybe you guys know. Um, I'm not really into, I don't really know much about, I don't, I don't claim to know anything about that, but I did think about that when I watched it. Um, but Xbox, I mean, they're all about like, and I know this, maybe in originally this will be about like, Hey, this is just about the Xbox user who's playing on his Xbox, but you know, he has to leave and then you can play it on the phone. You can play on your tablet, come home and oh, the kid wants to watch TV. So you get off and you can play it on the PC and stuff. They really want you just engaged in their ecosystem 24-7, right? Yeah. And that's kind of like what I see going on. And then eventually, you know, when there's when there's more stuff on Game Pass, when Next Generation starts, I think they'll go out to everybody. Um, so Kratopsy says, they said the server blades are made of Xbox One S consoles. Yeah, they could replace them with Scarlet. Yeah, but they couldn't do Scarlet quality with the Xbox One S because the games render on the GPUs. Hmm. So it is interesting. I, I suppose, like, that's a question for me to ask when I eventually get an interview with one of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, go to E3 and be like, listen, what's going, going on? What is going on? Brandon, are you going to E3 next year? I want to, yeah. I want to. Like, damn, we're going to be, we're going to be like, we should get t shirts. <laughs> Podcast t shirts. Yeah, we yeah. should get merch, man. <laughs> so, your two big questions you need to figure out when you go to Xbox would be like, what's up with the server racks? And what's up with Miami Street? And why doesn't Sea of Thieves have fishing yet? Yeah, why doesn't it have fishing? <laughs> why why doesn't it have all this cool stuff? Why doesn't it have gameplay? No. <laughs> Jez, I don't know if you saw this bit of news yesterday, but uh, Sony announced PlayStation name changes. Yes. Finally happening. I, Did you, um... I've, got a, I've got a PlayStation ID, I think. I don't. I don't know if I can use it anymore because I don't have the email address attached to it. But the ID is terrible, and I know like a lot of a lot of the you know PlayStation peeps out there. They've been on PlayStation forever, and they probably have terrible names too that they came up with when they were thirteen, like XX Doom X Super Dude sixty nine X Fart Muncher. Yeah, yeah, Fart Muncher. Yeah, you don't you don't necessarily want an ID like that when you're pushing forty. So. It's pretty cool that they added this in, but there are some caveats on there. Yeah, it seems like it's like some of the earlier games before April 2018 maybe won't be compatible, and there might be issues and stuff. Like, hmm. I I don't know, man. I would love to know what like what took so long, why why they had to go through all this. But it does really seem like Sony is just going down a checklist and marking off all the issues that people have with PlayStation before next generation comes like crossplay checked off we're running a beta for it now we got that covered you want name changes checked off we're doing that backwards compatibility we've all seen the patents you know what's going to happen checked off it's almost like they want that full transition to next gen to be like all right what are your complaints now we basically covered everything you know and i honestly think playstation 5 is next year i truly truly on saying holiday I think so. I think 2019 holiday, I think the PlayStation 5 is going to come out. I think they're going to reveal it early next year. 
I mean, I mean, I mean, how you can really argue Xbox revealed their, I mean, Xbox, Phil Spencer at E3 was like, we're working on next consoles. Sony's already talking about it. They had the exec yesterday say that a, a new next generation PlayStation hardware console is a necessity. So that kind of talks heating up. I honestly think next gen begins next year. And I think PlayStation five is going to have a one year head start over Xbox. I agree. I agree. Hold on. Um, I mean, I've heard, I've pretty much heard that the next Xbox is 2020 holiday. I mean, um, th- that's kind of what I've been thinking. Yeah, it's what I've heard. I'm working on locking that down, but that's what I've heard. Which um, potentially would give Sony a year head start. Which, do you think that's a big problem for Xbox? Yes. If, if Sony does have a year head start? Yes. I think so. Mm. I mean... Look how much it helped the 360 with having that one year head start over the PlayStation 3. Yeah. Um, because basically Sony, put Xbox on the map, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, Sony is going to have a year with basically all the better games. You know, they have the most powerful console, what have you. Uh, they're basically going to have a year to just turn their PlayStation 4 customers into PlayStation 5 customers. Assuming it is next year. Well, okay, assuming it is, of course. Um, but I'm just saying, like, I think it is. And I think it'll benefit Sony. Because maybe Sony realized this gen that, like, the power narrative isn't that much. I mean, look look, look what happened. The Xbox One came, Xbox One X came out, and people stopped talking about resolution. Mm. And I'm not sure, you know, PlayStation sales really dropped off. You know, they're, they're still uh, selling way more than anybody. Maybe they feel like, we'll get out first. You know, we got all these quality exclusives and, you know, it doesn't really matter if the following year, you know, uh, Sony or, or Microsoft rather comes out with, with new consoles. Um, I don't know. There was the Infinity Ward job listing, which said that they're, the game they're working on is for next-gen platforms in 2019. I mean, like, and there's a lot of stuff that lines up. I don't know. I just, I just had this gut feeling, man. And I know I see. Oh, so I I just kind of see like you know Shady says in chat like Sony's not launching in 2019. Uh, I know a lot of people are kind of divided on this, but I'm I'm pretty sure like the consensus is it's either 2019 or 2020, right? That's it. You tend to be right about these sort of things. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that. I just Randall always right. Randall always like like. You know, supposedly, I don't know if you saw, there's this new rumor about Naughty Dog already working on a new IP, like transitioning some of their people off of Last of Us 2 already to start working on that. I mean, I, like, honestly, if Last of Us 2 is next year, boom, PlayStation 5 is next year, man. Like, boom. I, I don't know. Like, I just see it like it, it would be such kind of a um, uh, an interesting end because that's how they ended the PlayStation 3 era with Last of Us. You end the PlayStation 4 era with Last of Us 2. And, you know, there's Naughty Dog with a new IP for PlayStation 5 uh, to start out with. You got Horizon Zero Dawn 2. You got God of War 2. You got, like, all these, these Spider-Man 2. Like, I don't know. Something just... T- I just feel it, man. It's my gut. But, I gut. mean, I see some people agreeing with me in chat. The I Almighty Spartan God says, nah, 2019's an L. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's not. Maybe Sony's like, all right, twenty twenty, it is. But mm, I don't know. I, I just have this. I just have this feeling, and and, and I'm I'm pretty confident Xbox is twenty twenty. 
pretty confident. Death Stranding, I think Death Stranding is a cross-gen game. Do you I, think I, Death Stranding will come come to Xbox or is it permanently? No, that but... is that is a. It, I think it might come to PC. Uh, I think it'll come to PC later. But yeah, it, that game's not coming to Xbox. That game's published by Sony. Um, but I don't know. I mean, as far as it having a huge impact on Xbox, I think it might. Maybe it won't. I, maybe streaming changes everything. You know, that's the that's the curious thing about this. What if like the year. The year during which Sony has a head start, Microsoft basically spends a year pushing to expand their user base on Android. You know, and then by the time the next Xbox comes out, they've got like I don't know an extra hundred million people locked in. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying free. I'm not saying they're going to reach hundred million, but let's imagine. Let's imagine they reach hundred million people, and then they're like, oh, by the way, all those games that you've now bought on your Android phone, you can play them natively by buying one of these boxes. You know, because they're potentially reaching a completely new audience. Yeah, but I'm not sure that new audience even cares about those games. That's the thing. That's the thing, man. But you don't That's know until you try. You don't know until you do try, and they have and to try. That's either, the thing. I mean, either this is just going to supplement existing core gamers and give us an option to play games on our phones when we're out and about, or they really are going to reach new gamers. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Halo's 20 years old in 2021? Is that how old Halo is? Halo came out in 20... Yeah, I mean, came out in 2001. I feel uh, old. Which they did say... Uh, Shout out to Bladder, by the way. Community manager uh, did say that uh, that Halo's Infinite's not going to be at 28... Or XO, though. Mm. I still think Halo... I still think Halo Infinite's years away. I think that's a 2020 game. Uh, so we're still looking two years away. But... I don't know. Uh, that let, guy needs to do something fresh. Yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be some time between Halos. You know, people's biggest complaint with Halo was that it came out quite often, but when you actually look at the release dates, it was usually always just three years in between the games. You know. Mm, yep. So um, Nintendo turns 130 next year, says the Almighty Spartan God. That is crazy. Yeah, they've been they've been around for a while. Um. So yeah. Uh, Hit us up with some questions. And while you're thinking of some questions to ask me and Jez, if you enjoyed the show since it's almost over, make sure you uh, hit that like button. You had uh, We had over 430 people here. And I only see 129 likes. It uh, should be closer to 200 at this point. You know, This is quality entertainment that me and Jez are providing. You know? And uh, I just, I just want to see, I just want to see that, that like button go up. Anyways, so... Ermi asked a question. What was it like meeting Phil and Mike Ibarra in person? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I mean... P- please notice me, senpai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, um, it, was, it was cool meeting, um, meeting them both for the first time. I, the, the first time I met Mike Ibarra, he was helping um, the tick guys get access to the press room. Um, just, you know, Mike is always like about helping, helping smaller channels grow. And like he helped, I mean, I was like pretty small back then too. And, um, you know, Mike was a big help then too, as well. Um, Phil, Phil's just like, Phil just has this kind of charisma. Like there was like, the first time I saw Phil, he had like, there was like loads of people trying to get his attention, of course, you know? 
and uh, feels just there, there with his swagger, you know, just confidently, like, yeah, you know, we're the best, you know. Nah, <laughs> that's not Phil, but... Well, for me, I had, I had met Phil and Mike on Xbox Live and actually played with them quite a bit. So, like, it wasn't... When I met them at E3, it was, you know, it was just like... Like, hey, just a couple friends meeting. Like, I, I met some of my other friends. Um, at E3 2016, uh, you, Mike took us out to dinner. Um, I think it was, like, me and Tim Dog, uh, Megatron, Jeremy. Who's <laughs> and uh, a couple I other just, I just want to say, like, I met Jeremy in person, too. I, I thought he was a cool dude, man. Like, he's fun in person. But, my God, dude, dude's crazy, man. On Twitter, I just can't handle him. Yeah, sorry, um, Jeremy. I can't handle you, man. You too much. Yeah, so I mean, we, we had dinner with Mike, and uh, I mean, you know, he's he's a cool dude. He's very much like a gamer's gamer. Like he plays. I mean, he's doing like insane hours on Destiny too. Like, dude, dude, dude plays. He's a really nice guy. And then Phil, um, I had met, and uh, we were talking to him. I think it was like a press event after. E three twenty after their conference, and I think we sat there and I talked to him for like an hour, and like I remember his PR people had to like come shag him away from us because like, you know, like he was like, "You need other people to go talk to in this thing. Who are you talking to? It's some random nobody. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, Ra- random. Yeah, random nobody. But get it? Get it? Rand- no, I, random. Maybe be off. maybe it'd be different if like you know. I, oh my god, Rand didn't even acknowledge my post. I I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. Um, it maybe it'd be different if I had never spoken to him before, like either of them. But like I had, you know, I had played games with them quite a bit beforehand. So it was just like meeting a couple guys. I mean, I just recently talked to Phil two week, two weeks, two weekends ago, like when we played Forza together. Um, and he's just very much like you know, like like just like anybody else, really. I don't know some. I think some people like have this like. They're just like gods or something, you know what I mean? They're just dudes. Me, yeah. <laughs> just, they're just really nice guys, but yeah. Um, they. I, I, haven't met, I haven't met Phil that much. I think like I basically saw him a bit at E3, um, but Phil's like just he's so down to earth. You know, he's just so so much passion. The thing is, you can't work at Microsoft. You can't work at that level without having crazy amount of passion. Like all those Xbox guys, you know, Aaron and and Phil and Mike and you know, community managers like Josh and and then Icy Bongos, Imagine Nelson. They've all got so much passion. You know, you can't you can't work at that level without having that kind of passion. You know. Yeah. Um. Shannon too. Shannon Loftus has a crazy amount of passion too. So Eternal Shaddai says, your thoughts on Bully 2. Thanks for the uh, super chat. Um, well, I did a video about it yesterday, Jez. I don't know if you saw it, but supposedly there's yeah, casting calls. Yeah, what is this? Can supposedly you, there's uh, casting calls that have come out for Bully 2 uh, in the UK. And it's for that like games and kids, you know? Like, Couldn't that be like really controversial in today's social justice? Doesn't climate? doesn't Rockstar live off a of controversy? Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, this has been rumored for a while, man. Like Bully Two's been rumored for a couple years, so I would not be su- be surprised to see if like that was Rockstar's next game after Red Dead. 
Um, quite frankly, I, I hope so. The rumors are that it's set in college instead of like high school this time. What exactly was the? I never played buddy, uh, bully, buddy. <laughs> buddy, pretty much, pretty much the opposite. I never played buddy. Yeah. What? What? What is the gameplay exactly? For those who don't know, specifically me. It's an open world. Uh, like, I mean, there it has a lot to it. Like, you go to class, you, you have like you know questions and it's an open world game you like run around with your like skateboard you beat people up uh you know uh, it, it's 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 a cool game it's definitely like a cult classic that a lot of people really mm-hmm. like um but yeah so i don't know that 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 comes out uh or hopefully it's true you see forza horizon 4 hit 2 million players as well i did which That's quite a lot of players right it is but i thought it would be more really yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what the first week for Forza Horizon 3 is, and maybe the first week of Forza Horizon 3 was low, but, like, I was thinking to myself, like, man, Sea of Thieves had 2 million in a week, you know, like, it's I expect Forza... Yeah, I guess that I guess that is the truth. It is a racing game, after all, and I guess Sea of Thieves... It's because I, I wasn't hyping it, that's why. Yeah, you should have hyped it. Sea of Thieves had that many players because of my tweet. That's That's what it is. Uh, Glee Venom wants to know if have we played Detroit Become Human? I played it and I actually quite like it. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Frommy Phrase wants to know: Do you think EXO will have any announcements about a PC game or two coming to Xbox One now that they have keyboard and mouse? Uh, I would hope so. Um, I'm I'm quite annoyed actually because Stel- Stellaris, which is one of my favorite PC games for those of this, this podcast, Stellaris is like um, a grand strategy game where you make a you know, galactic empire and take over the the galaxy and stuff like that. That isn't going to support mouse and keyboard on Xbox, which I would have thought is totally obvious and perfect, but apparently not. That's going to be controller only. So I would hope that we hear about how they're going to support mouse and keyboard moving forward. I think like they probably won't spend a lot of time on it because kind of like how Google is sort of slowly ramping up their reputation in gaming. They're not sort of going balls to the wall, being cringeworthy about it. They're just like, yeah, we've got this little project. Check it out if you like, like you said. I think Microsoft's going to do the same approach with PC gamers who they've consistently alienated over the years. (laughs) So, like, it's funny, Rand. Like, the first time ever... Because I post on, well, I at least read a lot of the PC subreddits. People hate Microsoft, man. PC gamers, they hate Microsoft so much. They hate them passionately, even more than Sony gamers a lot of the time. They hate them, ridicule them, all that sort of stuff. They were being really positive about Forza. I've never, I've never seen the PC gaming community be so positive towards anything with a Microsoft tag on it. So I think Microsoft, like, they have a lot of goodwill to build up there. And I think, like they need to do it in a way that does isn't cringeworthy, I guess. Mm. So hopefully that they won't spend too much time on the, the keyboard and mouse stuff. Um, but I think we'll hear some more. Yeah. Okay. I think they'll, they'll have some announcements there. Um, I mean, they, they pretty much kind of, they, I think they did say they would have more information about it at XO. So I, I would expect so. Uh, Jay Venue wants to know, should Xbox release a program where you can exchange physical games to digital games? Hmm. Um, well, that was their original like whole DRM thing, right? That was like the whole reason for the 24-hour uh, check-in was that if you bought a physical game, as soon as you installed it, you could throw away the disc because it became digital. Mm-hmm. And without a 24-hour check, 
I can't see that ever being implemented. Um, so no, maybe 15 years from now, <laughs> I, I definitely couldn't, can't see that happening anytime soon. If World War Three hasn't happened by then. Yeah. Uh, I do, I'm, I'm obsessed with the apocalypse lately. Why? I don't know. I just keep, I just keep dreaming that the apocalypse has happened. I dreamt Russia nuked London and I woke up like, oh my God, Russia nuked London. Oh wait, no, it was a dream. Mm. I'm, I'm paranoid, man. I'm paranoid. So Merlefi Films wants to know, could we see third parties release portable systems for the end maybe version? Um, n- I don't know about third parties, but I mean, hell, there's a rumor going around that PlayStation is going to have a portable PlayStation 5 potentially alongside their actual console. Uh, who knows what might, I mean, I saw Eurogamer's analysis of Microsoft's, um, you know, xCloud thing, and they ended the article with like, wouldn't a Switch-like Xbox device be perfect for this? Um, maybe both of those. I, I'm sure they got to be looking at the Switch and seeing the success they're having, right? Of being able to take your games on the go and play it whenever you want. And considering Sony's already done the PSP handheld route, um, I well... wouldn't be... There've been there's been rumors for years about this Surface Phone folding thing. There's another patent came out today, and like when Microsoft announced the new surfaces at the start of October, there was like uh, Panos Panay, the Surface dude. He said a pocketable Surface is his end goal. Like, but the problem is it has to make sense from a software perspective. Microsoft has no mobile apps. They killed their mobile platform, and It'd have about as many apps as the Vita has, as such. And we all know what happened to the PlayStation Vita. But I think, like, there is, with game streaming, it opens up it opens up new possibilities. Sony still makes phones. And even though, like, it's really frustrating, actually, about Sony, because the Android world, they ignore Sony's phones. But they make really good phones. The Sony phones aren't bad. But for some reason, they just market it badly, or people just prefer Samsung or something. I don't know, but Sony make good phones. If anyone could make a, an Android-based gaming handheld, it's probably Sony. You know, I think that'd be a really cool thing for Sony to explore. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess we don't have that much longer to really wait and find out. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what exactly... They're all strategies are for next gen, you know, with Google coming in and how that's going to shake things up, what Microsoft strategy is going to be and what Sony strategy is going to be. Is there a portable device? Is there a streaming solution? You know, what's the price of their console? Uh, you know, like all that type of stuff It's going to be really interesting to see. Cause I just remember like the build up to 2013. You remember the build up to that gen, this gen currently, oh man, there was rumors flying everywhere what Sony was going to do and what Microsoft was going to do and what parts were in each console, uh, the, the Ram and all that stuff. Like oh, Microsoft using SRAM and then like, Oh, Microsoft has an online check-in and all this stuff. Like there were so many rumors flying. Like I was glued to the internet trying to figure out what exactly was going on. And I remember thinking to myself, there's no way Microsoft's going to do an online check-in 24 hours. And of course, well, we were wrong, but then we were right. Um, and I, I think a lot of these kind of rumors and stuff are all going to start picking up shape or picking up steam, especially if like yeah. it's really next year. Um, yeah. 
but it's going to be interesting to see how all this stuff really kind of turns out uh, for next gen. Like it's kind of exciting. Um, uh, let's see what else we got here. One more question. Okay. We got one from the indie gamer. He says, what would be the one thing you are most hoping to hear announced at XO 18? Uh, one thing. I mean, there's a bunch of things that I just feel like aren't going to happen. I'd love to hear that the Killer Instinct franchise isn't dead. Um, but I can't see that happening um, because I think Microsoft thinks fighting games are too hard now after Killer Instinct sort of... I mean, it wasn't a failure in, in the sense that nobody ever played it because it was, it was rammed with microtransactions. So I'm sure Killer Instinct made money. But I think it just wasn't on the sort of scale that they want to explore again, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. So I, I'm sad about that, but who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I want to see Age of Empires gameplay, please. Age of Empires 4. I've been hearing really good things about Age of Empires 4, um, that it's shaping up well, um, and it's going to be like the biggest in the franchise history. So that's exciting. I've also been hearing really good things about Gears Tactics. Really love XCOM. So I'm excited to see how that takes shape. Um, but as for new announcements, I don't know, man. I'd love to see them announce Fable finally so we can stop the rumoring. That's, that's kind of the one thing I was thinking because I was like, like, well, the announced stuff is the announced stuff. Like Gears and whatever and Ori, mm. like in Crack, in Crackdown, yeah. But like, I want to, like, I've heard so much about Fable for such a long time now. It's like, I really want Fable to be at least like, I don't even need even to show gameplay, just like a minute teaser. Like, that's all, that's all I'm kind of looking forward to. Dude, don't you hate CGI teasers? It's more about knowing that the game's actually real than actually seeing what the gameplay, you know what I mean? For this, for the, I just want to know. What if that they the announce real. Lint a Cell? Okay, well, that obviously will change anything, but that ain't going to happen. I'm not getting hyped up for Splinter Cell again. Ubisoft said that, like, they're <laughs> fighting for resources and stuff. Like, no, like... What? Fighting for resources? Well, a thousand but, people worked on on um, Assassin's Creed, apparently. I mean, fighting, like, to be able to find a studio that's going to make Splinter Cell, that's oh. what they really meant, you know? What if they sell the Splinter Cell IP to Microsoft... I'll take it. And then and then work on it. There you go. Boom. And then they get um compulsion games to make it. Oh, well you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. joking. But um what if, what if it's a free to play mobile game? Splinter Cell yes, no. Splinter Cell no, Go. No. No. How about my you know what? Well, Microsoft just, just axed their phone division. No more phones from Microsoft. How do you how would you feel? Hey, more phones that's, no- a, that's already happened. Oh yeah, that's true, it has. <laughs> oh you're you're mean you're mean talking about splinter cell being free to play get out of here um <laughs> eternal should wants to know will we see finally hololens compatible with the scarlet no hololens is never going to be available to computer consumers at least not god i wouldn't i wouldn't expect i wouldn't expect hololens to be available to consumers even by hololens 3 i think like the focus for hololens is um enterprise like engineering uh, medicine stuff like that i mean it has like potential in gaming but it's the tech is just so expensive and no i mean there's no developers can barely find a credible reason to build for vr even though like vr headset costs like you know you can get a decent vr headset now for like 200 dollars um 
HoloLens is never going to be cheaper than like 1,500 for the foreseeable future. So I don't think I don't. I think you should like just stop thinking of HoloLens as a gaming device at this point, which is a shame because like imagine like Pokemon Go and HoloLens that would be sick, but I just don't see it happening. The tech is too expensive. Yeah, I mean Microsoft already walked back VR on Xbox. You know, when they originally announced the Xbox One X, it was going to have high fidelity VR. Well, obviously that never came true. Uh, Hololens, I, that demo was cool, but I don't really think in any applications in gaming. So I don't think Hololens ever becomes a thing for Xbox. I played. I I, I actually had a Hololens for a while at my house, and I played the Conquer game, man. Oh, you did? I, huh? I played the Hololens Conquer game. It mm. was terrible. <laughs> well, but it was kind. It was kind of interesting. Like the the way it worked is it, it mapped your living room in three D. And then you could like you could guide Conquer around with an Xbox controller, jumping on your chairs, collecting coins and stuff like that. It wasn't supposed to be a full game. It was supposed to be like an example of how it was unfortunate that they, they had to use the Conquer IP for that. But it was just basically a tech demo. Um, you know, you could you could imagine how Sonic Sonic could work on that. The thing is, nobody's gonna ever have a Hololens because they're so damn expensive. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, the new update is coming for Xbox with avatars, so go make your avatars. I would recommend not because they're not very good, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but we're going to get on out of here. Uh, Jez, what do you got cooking up on Windows Central? Anything interesting? Uh, working on a few stories right now. I don't know if that'll pan out, but there's a lot of cool things going on behind the scenes at Xbox right now. I'll just say that. Yeah. Make sure you follow Jez on Twitter. His link is in the description. And uh, if you enjoyed the show, give it a thumbs up. Subscribe here if you're new. I'll be dropping new videos. I see people asking me for a new like video about uh, all my gaming stuff, like all the games I have, which I'm planning on making. So that'll be coming soon. Um, yeah, uh, enter the giveaway. Link's in the description if you want to uh, win. It's on my Twitter as well. Uh, thanks to everybody here live with us on YouTube and the chat, all the mods doing great work. Uh, thanks to everybody who's going to listen to this later on SoundCloud and Google Play and iTunes. We appreciate it. And we will see you next week, hopefully for a lot of uh, new information. And uh, yeah, have a good rest of the day, guys, and we'll see you later. Take care, everybody.